Summer is almost here. Don't you want to go to the beach with thicker, gorgeous, beautiful locks and everyone goes, hey, I love your hair. And you go, Nutrafol, baby. (laughs) You know, something along that lines. Well, take the first step to visibly thicker, healthier hair. For a limited time, Nutrafol is offering my listeners $10 off your first month subscription and free shipping when you go to Nutrafol.com and you enter the promo code TSFS. Find out why over 4,500 healthcare professionals and hairstylists recommend Nutrafol for healthier hair. I recommend it. I've been taking Nutrafol for years. It's how I got my hair back thicker and not falling out in chunks after I had KJ. Now it's your turn. Nutrafol has been on with me for years, and that's because you all continue to buy, and it really works. I love it. Now it's your turn to love it too. Nutrafol.com, spelled N-U-T-R-A-F-O-L.com with the promo code TSFS. That's Nutrafol.com with the promo code TSFS. Via Hemp, let's talk about it. Via Hemp offers THC and non-TH craft cannabis experiences. Now, I love a non-THC option when it comes to your overall wellness. I'm talking sleep aid, maybe anxiety if you have that. Well, that's where Via comes into play. And did you know even a non-THC option if you're doing fertility or IVF can be helpful? Look into that. Well, Via is incredible. You got to be 21 plus. You can get 15% off with my exclusive code TSFS when you go to ViaHemp, V-I-I-A, hemp.com. They have all kinds of lifestyle products. And like I said, the best part is with the THC or without, so you don't have the buzzy buzzy. Don't you love my cannabis lingo? I mean, the buzzy buzzy. Anyway, I'm unique. What can I I say, look, order now. You're going to love Via Hemp. Use the code TSFS to receive 15% off and a one-time free sample of their award-winning gummies, 21 plus. That's viahemp.com and use the code TSFS at checkout. Support the show. Tell them I sent you and enhance your everyday life with Via Hemp. podcast episode is brought to you by Dr. McGee. He's a top plastic surgeon in Bethesda, Maryland. What are you waiting for? Time for a mommy makeover. Time for a tummy tuck breast lift. Just call him today and get 10% off when you mention the Sarah Frazier show. You're in very good hands. Board certified. He's a top surgeon. Cosmeticplastics.com. All right, here we go. Okay. Frasiacs, take two. <laughs> take two on the podcast. Oh my God. I'm just... I'm so out of it today. I really am. I don't know. It's like apparently the depressing, most depressing day of the year is this week. I'm feeling it. I'm live on TikTok. I've stopped and started. Now I've started again. I mean, it's just, oh, anyway, I don't know. I don't know what's wrong with me. I'm a little off. I know what's wrong with me. I know what's wrong with me. I I think I'm having like a diverticulitis attack or I'm having like, I have GERD. Like I, I've, I've talked about my ongoing digestive issues like on and off and they go away for like two months at a time. I have no issues. And then they come back with a vengeance and I don't know what I have. I've had every single test under the sun, under the sun, endoscopy, colonoscopy. Um, oh my God, what else? Poop. I just did a fecal test. Has anyone done a fecal test? Like they give you this kit, you have to crap in a like plastic container and then drop it off or mail it to them. Like it's so, like who is the person? I hope whoever gets paid to test our shit makes so much money. I have been tested for everything and they're like, oh, you're great. You have nothing. You don't have any, you don't have, you're not gluten intolerant. You don't have like any bacteria. You don't have tapeworm. I'm like, 
okay, no parasites. They're like, you don't have parasites. Like most people never have parasites unless, of course, you go to another country or something and then you come back. That's when you're most likely to get it. So anyway, I'm having this like flare up and I really don't know if it's diverticulitis or GERD. So I'm trying to do this like kind of hybrid. And now, and and I spoke into, and, and you guys are all going to say, well, it's your own damn fault. I spoke to this like nutritionalist and digestion expert and then it kind of went away for two months. So I was like, I'm not going to really, I'm not going to pay and I'm not going to do this because it's getting better. And they had suggested like, you really have to keep track of every single thing you eat to figure out what your triggers are. Cause I don't know what my triggers are. Like I, and I, you know, I'm sure my trigger is going to be like cheese, you know, something that I love. So anyhow, I think that's why I'm a little off, but welcome to the podcast. Um, normally today, normally, you know, I usually do episodes about my personal life. But today I'm not doing that. I'm talking about Sister Wives, Where We Go Next. I'm talking about Lamar Odom has a documentary out on Hulu. Have you watched? And then have you watched The Hatchet Welding Wielding Hitchhiker about Kai Lawrence, the guy who went viral 10 years ago? Uh, Everybody watched that this weekend. Um, Okay, why am I not doing a personal podcast today? I'm not doing a personal podcast today because I'm in trouble with the law. Yes, you heard that right. Like on top of getting sh- giving my like shit samples, you know, to my doctor. <laughs> like on top of like my butthole, my I probably have the most famous butthole on the internet because I talk about it so much. I've had an anal fissure. Like I've had, you know, I've had two colonoscopies. I'm not even, four, well, I just turned 40. But, you know, I mean, I, like I've talked so much about my butthole. Like how my my gastro guy was like, you can never put anything in your butthole. Like it has to be an outshoot. Like the amount of information that people know, it's just so wild. So on top of that, of having the most infamous butthole on the internet, now I'm in trouble with the law. I know. I'm not going to talk about it because it hasn't been resolved. So I can't. I can't say anything until it gets a resolution. So, and I I was hoping that it would be resolved today so I could do a whole personal podcast and tell you exactly what's going on and give you an update, but I can't because it's not resolved. So I thought, you know what? I watched these two great documentaries over the weekend. We're going to talk about that. Also, we're going to talk about Sister Wives because I just had one of my highest, again, like highest rated podcast episodes talking about Sister Wives. So I kind of wanted to know, you know, you can hit me up in my DMs on Instagram at the Sarah Fraser Show or here on the comments on TikTok. What do you still want to know about Sister Wives? Because Peyton Brown, you know, Cody Brown's son and Christine's son, he just did like a really great, I think it was like three hours at YouTube Live Tell All um, with YouTuber Johnny Yates. Like he just did a whole thing and I mean revealed a lot. And again, of course, it's his side of the story. But what do you still want to know about them? Because Wednesday show, um, I'm going to do like I'm going to do a whole nother deep dive on that and MILF Manor. Did anyone watch MILF Manor last night? I can't wait to watch. And of course, you know, the twist of MILF Manor last night is the guys are their sons, right? They brought their sons out. It's all, it's single MILFs. They're hot. You know, they're looking to date younger guys. And the twist is, boom, you know, it, it's their sons. So now it's like, is it weird that the moms are there and these guys are trying to date? I mean, it's such genius casting. It, it sort of got roasted all over Twitter, which was surprising. So I'm, I really want to watch because I'm wondering, is it really bad? 
you know, is the actual show. Okay, it was awful. Lori says it was awful. So what was awful about it, Lori? Because I, you got, you got, it was kind of one of the most anticipated shows of this year. And it's getting destroyed this morning on Twitter. Like, people, you know, um, you know, people are just like not, they, they said it was like the end of reality television. I'm like, really? I mean, there's been so many shows that have like, I think come even worse. So I'm curious what was so bad about it, but I'm wondering if, these characters, these MILFs are not as amazing as you think they are. Is that it? Anyway, Lori, I'd love your thoughts. Um, Gwen is going to do an interview answering questions. Okay, Gwen is one of the daughters. Um, is there any new tea on Welcome to Plathville? The only tea that I have on Welcome to Plathville, you guys probably saw this, Mariah became a bartender. I Actually, it's funny. I just reached out to Lydia Plath to see if she'd do an interview. Um... But I don't have any, no, you know, very, I need to look at the court records in Georgia. I'm sure there's been a follow-up court hearing, I would think, or there has to be one coming up on Kim Plath. You know, she was arrested this fall for DUI. Um, And, you know, there has to be a follow-up. I would think there's got to be a follow-up court date. So let me do some research on that. Are Mariah Plath and Olivia Plath no longer close? I think they are still very close. I mean, Olivia's relationship is going great with Ethan, at least from everything that I see on social media. I would say they're doing really, really great. The show is filming again. Um, they took last summer off from filming because Olivia, Ethan, they were all in, um, you know, they were in like Paris for the summer. But, you know, Ethan, they're they're all filming. And Micah Plath has been back and forth to Georgia. No, I think I think the family's in a really, really great place. And then, you know... Ethan and Olivia moved to Minneapolis where Barry is from and like Barry has family there and Barry's living there and they're all like getting along and reconnecting with their family. I think it's going extremely well. I think Kim is somewhat on the outs uh, still with Ethan and Olivia, but I think the kids have kind of forgiven her and I don't know what she's really going on, what's really going on with her, but I'm sure we'll find out. Um, a creepy TikTok page was taken down. Lori, whose creepy TikTok page was taken down? And MILF Manor was awful because the guys are creepy and the women are not interesting. Maybe you're right. The concept might be better than the people. Um. So anyway, let's get to, I, I will review MILF, MILF Manor on the podcast tomorrow. In the meantime, let's talk Lamar Odom. Lamar Odom dropped a documentary, which I have such mixed feelings about. And I have mixed feelings about this documentary because it seemed like Lamar Odom did not want to be a part of the documentary, which leads me to believe he probably needs the money. Okay. Um, Khloe Kardashian, by the way, has, a, has a, th- you know, through a friend of a friend, through a source, has essentially given her thoughts on the documentary. I'll tell you what she has to say. Um But anyway, over the weekend, I watched a ton of television. It's on Hulu. It's called Lamar Odom, Sex, Drugs, and the Kardashians. Um, It premiered January 2nd. It's been out for a beat, but I ended up watching it over the weekend. And I learned some things about Lamar that I never knew. First of all, number one, did anyone realize that a guy purchased Lamar Odom's championship basketball rings that he won with the LA Lakers, shows up to a game, and gives them back to Lamar? Like, no strings attached? Bought them for, I don't know, I don't, I don't know, maybe bought them for like 30 grand, 50 grand. I have no idea. 
and just like gave them back to them. I mean, what a like amazing gift. It's a it's it's amazing to me that this man is still here on earth. Lamar Odom is who I'm talking about. Is that he's still here? I mean, it's a story of like just it's just very tragic. And and did anyone else watch the documentary? I mean, Lamar's kind of looking all around. He doesn't seem very engaged with Harvey Levin. TMZ did it. A lot of TMZ correspondents on the documentary. It's it's very newsy, sensationalized, kind of like a Dateline episode. Um, so it wasn't like, I mean, it wasn't any, you know, they use a lot of footage or whatever. But he just didn't seem like he wanted to be a part of it. He didn't seem comfortable kind of revisiting a lot of the stuff. He had such a tragic upbringing. You know, his mom died when he was like nine years old. His father was a lifelong heroin addict who Lamar supported like until the guy died at like 60 something years old. Um, You know, Lamar, basketball was his savior. He was so good at it. Um, But in his 20s, you know, things began to fall apart. He ends up meeting the Kardashians. And, you know, he's on this like huge uptick. He's like such a huge basketball player in LA. Everybody loves him here. And then what was the other thing I didn't realize is, you know, he really was set up by Kris Jenner at one point in a scene where Chloe is like going to work out at a yoga studio. This is a very famous paparazzi shot. And Lamar kind of jumps out of a car and walks towards her. This is this was like after they'd separated. And of course, he was cheating on Chloe. He had a drug addiction. They don't address. I thought this was fascinating because I wanted this in the documentary. They don't really address. You know, a lot of people have had speculation and rumors about Rob and Lamar, that 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 Lamar was kind of the first person that got Lamar or Rob really into drugs. And they would do a lot of drugs like in Chloe's house in her basement. Um, you know, obviously, we know. Lamar had like a cocaine addiction. I mean, he nearly died at the Bunny Ranch. Now, he claims there was no drugs in his system. He claims that he was basically drugged. I don't, was there drugs? I cannot remember in his system. Yeah, there must have been because he was having a drug overdose. What am I talking about? So he, I think he says he never took the drugs, that he believes the, the owner of the Bunny Ranch, Dennis Hoff, drugged him. But, I mean, Harvey Levin does have a good follow-up question, which is why would Dennis Hoff want to drug you? Why? And Lamar can't really answer that. So it's like, were they trying to rob him? He'd already given them their credit card, and he said, like, run $70,000. I'm staying here for the weekend. So, I mean, they had a huge tab on him already. So that didn't really make sense. He says he never took the drugs. I don't know. Maybe he can't remember, because that was the famous overdose where he was, like, in a coma. He nearly died. Chloe came to his side. But to go back, the other thing that I didn't realize was – he basically was set up to do this famous paparazzi picture and he doesn't believe that he was set up but I think to the viewer it's very obvious that that someone knew Chloe was going to the yoga class probably you know Chris calls the paparazzi and Lamar tries to you know talk to her after they initially separated this was before the overdose and she wants like nothing to do with him she's very kind of spooked that he's like there on the street you know, how did he find out where she was? The paparazzi catches it. And they, they really claim like he's desperate. He's trying to chase her, all these things. When in fact, he was given the information that she was going to get, she was going to be there. So, but he does not believe that he was set up. Um, the other thing is, is he's too shy, he says, to actually call call Chloe. Um, okay. I mean, you you were married to her for four years. He says that he's very shy. He doesn't want rejection. Uh, you know, I, it was... It was such a sad documentary, and I really felt like 
I don't know. You know, it's like, did they, I just feel like they didn't really check in with Lamar now. He's he's reportedly sober. You know, he has kind of a foundation, I guess, where he's trying to help other people get sober, spread positivity, wants to really create a movement. He just seemed, he seemed very sober and coherent, but he seemed like, oh my God, he had such childhood trauma. It's like, have you really dealt with that childhood trauma? Have you really been back to therapy? I don't know. I I feel like, and this leads into the next documentary I'm going to talk about, haven't we become more sensitive, uh, you know, as hero breads? Oh my gosh, chef's kiss. Do you love carbs? I'm obsessed. Give me a croissant. Give me a tortilla, baby, every day, slathered with some hummus. Yes, please. And then a lot of veggies, a little turkey burger in it. Okay. Um, that's my own proprietary sandwich. Thanks. <laughs> Hero Breads right now offering 10% off. Go to hero.co. Enter the promo code TSFS. You are getting 10% off. Now, Hero Bread is so delicious and flavorful, soft, fluffy. In fact, so fluffy that KJ loves it, slathered with butter and cinnamon every day. They're known for their products to have zero to one grams of net carbs, zero sugar, and high in fiber. So what are you waiting for? Don't give up being a breadhead. Hero Bread is offering 10% off your order. Go to hero.co and use the code TSFS at checkout. That's TSFS at H-E-R-O dot C-O. Do you hear that? That is the sound of the brand new and delicious You Natural Conception for her in their juicy strawberry gummy flavored. Ah! Oh my, this is now my favorite thing to take. It's a fertility aid. If you haven't heard about them, they are unbelievable with thousands of five-star reviews on Amazon. Go and read them for yourself. And they're famous for their Conception for Her and Conception for Him formula, which Schman, my hubby, has been taking for over a month because it takes two to tango. Conception for Her Fertility Aid is a well-researched baby. They have ingredients like ashkawanda, zinc, magnesium that can help you on that journey to have a healthy baby. So what are you waiting for? Go and order now. You're going to love it and I want to hear from you. Check out You Natural on Amazon and use code FRASER20 for 20% off Conception for Her, Conception for Him, and the Conception Bundle. That's EU Natural on Amazon or follow the link on our website for 20% off Conception for Her, Conception for Him, and the Conception Bundle with the promo code Fraser 20. That's F R A S E R. The number's 2-0. 10 years ago, I lost 60 pounds mindful eating, and today I have kept the weight off. I never think about food. I never count calories. Honey, I don't even use one of those darn trackers or apps. I live with food freedom, and I want that for you if you are ready and you want it. And that's where my optimal body comes into play. Visit myoptimalbody.com to request an appointment and be sure to let them know that the Sarah Fraser Show sent you so you can qualify for a free personalized assessment plus a bonus free 30-day supply of their gut repair product when you sign up for a customized plan. That is myoptimalbody.com to request an appointment. Why I wanted to partner with Dr. Applin is because he is a doctor that gets to the cellular and gut reason of why you can't lose weight and keep it off. They also work with your mental capacity as well. So many of us are emotional eaters. They address that and their clients see long-term success. If you are ready to lose weight, keep it off, and you don't want to do crazy Ozempic, myoptimalbody.com and tell them the Sarah Fraser Show sent you. 
The wait is over. That's right. Season five of The Kardashians is here. Just when you thought life couldn't get any faster, they're punching it up into overdrive. Chris, Courtney, Kim, Chloe, Kendall, and Kylie are back and continue to defy expectations in all their endeavors. So get ready to go behind the glitz and glamour of the most iconic family on television. The all-new season of The Kardashians premieres May 23rd, streaming on Hulu. How ironic! I love this. Got a new podcast for you to listen to. Yes, I do. It's the Dr. John Delaney Show. Schman and I were actually playing a clip from Dr. John's podcast because he was doing the topic of our youth travel sports ruining families. Well, Dr. John Delaney has over 20 years of sitting with families and dealing with hurting people and mental health issues. He has a PhD in counseling. Delaney walks alongside real people as they navigate tough decisions. And this is actually something that I really enjoy about his show. It's caller driven. I feel like I'm going to have to get a collar-driven show, Dr. John. I love this. Anyway, listen to the Dr. John Delaney Show wherever you get your podcast, or you can follow the link in the description of this podcast episode. I always make it very, very easy to find my sponsors and people that I partner with. So start downloading and listening today to the Dr. John Delaney Podcast. Enjoy. Reality show hosts that, like, you have to kind of ask these follow-up questions about how the people are really doing. Anyway, people are very outraged by this documentary. It continues to get people to talk about it because a lot of people feel he's still exploiting Chloe. Chloe, through a close source, has said, you know, she wishes he hadn't done it. She's very unhappy because in the trailer, and not even in the trailer, but all throughout the documentary, when they go to commercial, they use her picture. Like it's the two of them, they're promoting, you know, they very much tie it to the Kardashians, of course, because the Kardashians have an enormous brand. Um, so Chloe's not happy about it. I can't say that I blame her. She doesn't understand why he's doing it now, years later. I mean, he needs the money. Um, and she just wishes that he would keep her family and everything out of it. I mean, I have to say, I mean, it was, it's pretty amazing that she, she obviously really, really loved him. I mean, she stuck by him. The whole family came to help him. I mean, the poor guy, it just is such a tragic story. He, you know, like, he just didn't seem to, no one seemed to, like, help him emotionally realize, like, how difficult he had as an upbringing and, like, you know, the neglect and everything that he went through and seeing his dad use drugs every day. It's like, I don't know, the poor guy. I mean, I hope he finds, like, true happiness and can stay sober. It's just a really tragic story. But anyway, sex, drugs, and the Kardashians, that's out. Let me thank a couple of sponsors, and then we'll talk about um, Kai Lawrence, the hatchet wielding hitchhiker. Um, Today's podcast episode is brought to you by Dr. McGee. Dr. McGee is a top cosmetic plastic surgeon located in Bethesda, Maryland. Um, You can go check out their website. It's cosmeticplastics.com. You can also find the phone number there and make an appointment, 301-265-5242. Dr. McGee is giving everybody for every single procedure 10% off. That's huge. He usually never gives discounts because he's a top plastic surgeon known for his mommy makeovers. And let's be honest, Really good surgeons never give discounts. He's only doing this because it's the first time he's ever advertised and I exclusively wanted him to work with me because I love helping you guys find great, everybody's doing Botox, everybody wants to feel their best. It's not about looking like somebody else. It's about you feeling confident and loving your body. So I said to him, I really want you to give a discount and he did 
make this one exception. So take advantage of it. 10% off everything. They do cosmetic, they do Botox, fillers, eyelid lifts, um, breast lifts, uh, breast implants, all of it. And he is board certified. He has been a surgeon for more than 10 plus years. He has incredible experience and amazing five-star reviews. Check out Dr. McGee DC on Instagram. See his incredible work. You can reach out to him on Instagram or call 301-265-5242. Also have to thank Dan Campos. I love me some Dan Campos Financial Group. Guys, one of the scariest things about finances, and I love getting my financial house in order because it feels good when you got some money in the bank. Um, What's scary, though, is if you go to these big people, J.P. Morgan, Merrill Lynch, lots of times they have minimums. You have to have a minimum of $500,000 to sign up. It can be scary to get a financial advisor. Dan Campos is not like that. Whether you've got $5,000 or $5 million, Dan Campos is taking on new clients, and he also is a top financial investor licensed in multiple states. He's known in the D.C. region specifically. CamposFinancialGroup.com. He can help start getting and saving. Don't you want to be a million? You can literally, if you start saving in your 20s and 30s, like just from maxing out your 401k, you could be a millionaire. Like that's unbelievable. Available to everybody and available to Dan Campos, whether you've got $500 to start. CamposFinancialGroup.com. I love my sponsors. Okay, who watched? Raise, you know, class, raise your hands on TikTok. Who watched the hatchet-wielding hitchhiker? Kai Lawrence has a response. I'll tell you about that. Excuse me, Kai, you watch this in jail. Do you guys remember, remember the guy who went viral 10 years ago and he was a homeless guy in California. Oh my God, where was it in California? Oh Lord. I mean, he went so, so viral. He was hitchhiking and this guy interviews him, a reporter, and he gives the famous quote. Like, he's like, I'm Kai from Dogtown, bro. And smash, smash, smash. And, you know, he's talking about the guy he was riding with, like, went on this psycho, like, ran down this black man because he was racist, pinned the guy against the car. And then these women tried to help. They tried to stop it, right? The guy gets out, the driver, the crazy driver gets out, tries to beat up the women. So Kai... The hatchet-wielding hitchhiker gets out, has a hatchet, knocks the guy three times in the head. Oh, my God. Was this not, this documentary not a turn of events? This guy, do you remember? Because I was, I think I just left the radio. I was on, I was on a radio show famously. Everybody knows it, Kane Show in D.C. We used to play all these viral clips. So I can't remember if I was still on the show. I think so, and I was, like, leaving. Anyhow, that, that people remixed the song. The whole thing was crazy. And so he became super famous. They want the Kardashian producer wanted to give him a reality show of living happily on the streets. Um, spoiler alerts, by the way. I guess all my podcasts, spoiler alerts. <laughs> I'm halfway through it now. But spoiler alerts if you haven't seen the hatchet wielding hitchhiker. And so, you know, he okay, he has this viral moment. Jimmy Kimmel wants him on. He's getting all over the world. People want to pay him. They want to give him money. They're all these things. So Jimmy, like the Kardashian producer and maybe somebody for Jimmy Kimmel go up to California from LA, like two or three hours away. They get in touch with him. Of course, he has no like phone. You know, he's, they get in touch with him through the reporter, blah, blah, blah. And they, in pre, almost instantly, they realize like Kai, poor Kai, 
has like addiction issues. You know, he's an alcoholic. He he gets down to the Hollywood Walk of Fame. He pisses on Julio Iglesias's star. You know. <laughs> will whip it out then Kai goes to the Jimmy Kimmel show pisses on Jimmy Kimmel's band like everywhere he goes just whips his dick out peace so anyway you know it's very obvious very quickly that Kai has a lot of mental health issues but I didn't realize I totally forgot about Kai three months after he went so uber famous viral and was viewed like a billion times on the internet he was accused and convicted of murder of a guy of a lawyer in New Jersey who he says he had a sexual relationship with, that the guy sexually assaulted him. And in self-defense, he kills the lawyer. What? Did anyone realize this is what happened? And then he kind of goes on the run. He cuts off his hair. He ends up like on Facebook, like connects with a girl that he's like connected with. She, I think, tips off the police where he is. So they arrest him. He goes to trial. And he's convicted and he's spending 54 years in jail. He also tried to appeal. He, he recently tried to do an appeal. That was denied. He's in jail in New Jersey. Oh, my God. It is unbelievable, this documentary. It was really good. Ro- I have to shout out Rosie O'Donnell, who I love to follow here on TikTok. And she was the one that was like, have you guys seen it? What's your review? So I saw it this weekend and it was again like these I mean of course right you know I mean tragedy is comedy comedy's tragedy Kai's existence as a child was just horrific his mom locked him in his room now of course they actually get the mom on the documentary now at first take you're like oh normal but it's in very interesting on the documentary I mean her son one of her children has gone to jail for 54 years and she's like you know I'm not sure I'll ever see him again it's like, bitch, you aren't trying to, like, go see him in jail. You're not. She's like, yeah, the last time I talked to him was, I'm like, you definitely locked him in his room. And she goes, oh, no, I never did that. He he had, like, mental health issues from the start. That might be true. And I had to, you know, I had to, like, lock the door at nights. And, of course, they have, they have like, another friend of the family, like a cousin, basically say, like, she would drape the windows, like, in, in, in black. Like, she'd have a black curtain on his, on Kai's. I mean, it was Horrific. I completely believed him that he was so abused as a child. And, you know, he says later he was sexually assaulted by a guy. And then he says he was sexually assaulted by this attorney. The problem is, is I think some people may have believed that, but he never, like, you know, he never reported it to authorities after it happened. He, instead, he kind of went on the run. He never, and, and what was, what also led to his conviction was he, he gets with this attorney. He ends up, I think, having sex with the attorney or Maybe he says that the attorney like drugged him, then takes him to the train station the next day. But Kai ends up calling him and going back to his house for another night. And then that's when he kills the attorney. The documentary was crazy. People on my live are saying, yeah, it was. It was it was really wild. Anyway, it's it's so sad about his life because he just again, like, I, I don't know, you know, would the media today I think people would have known, right? Like he probably, I think people immediately would have known that he had mental health issues. And and a couple people on the documentary were like, from the start, they were like, we met him and we were just like, mm, this doesn't make sense. Like this guy's a hitchhiker. He's carrying around a hatchet. Like probably not safe. I mean, the female producer in the film lets him stay at her house. What in the world? I mean, you know, poor Kai. And I, like, I feel for Kai because I, I feel like bad about talking about him because all of us would be so messed up if you lived with a mother who locked you in your room, wouldn't let you out, put black curtains over the, you know, black 
I don't even know what it was, cloths over that. I mean, you know, poor thing. I mean, he was just so set up his whole life. It, it's such a sad story. Uh, Caleb McGill- McGilvery is his real name. And of course, in 2013, he became an instant star. Following the hatchet-wielding hitchhiker in a statement given to the tab, Kai claims he was not paid for his story and he believes he has been ruthlessly exploited. He says, quote, so Netflix is making a movie about my life story before I was arrested, but they reuse, but they refuse to pay me anything for it. If someone made a movie about O.J. Simpson's football career, you'd better believe he'd be making bank off it, he said. Guys who kill and rape women get money for their pre-arrest fame, but I saved women from being killed and allegedly killed a rapist, so Netflix is ruthlessly exploiting me. What the fuck? The hatchet-wielding hitchhiker was released last week, January 10th, and became incredibly popular on Netflix. I'll tell you that, Netflix! They put out good stuff. They got you. They got you with it all the time. Anyway, 54 years in jail. Um, I was saw the video from Rosie O'Donnell's thinking about writing him in jail. I don't think she's alone. I think other people are thinking about writing him in jail too. It was. It's just. It's such a sad. Oh my God, the poor guy. I mean, he had so many mental health issues. But it's wild. I did not realize what happened with that story. So there it is. If you haven't watched it, definitely watch. It's a really, really good one. Okay. Um. People are asking, I, I, I asked at the start of this show, I wanted to know if what people wanted to know about Sister Wives that they don't already know. Gwen is going to do, Gwendolyn is going to do, which is also Christine's um, daughter. She is going to do a, a interview. Um, yeah, a lot of the kids are doing interviews. It's great. I've got to reach out. I've got to reach out. I've got to get some of them on my podcast because they're spilling all kinds of tea but basically I think Peyton Brown I mean he his interview was so good and he said like look I can't really spill the tea until the show is done done because it's a huge revenue source of course to my parents to like everybody um and I want to keep that gravy train going of course they do I mean it's season 17 we already know we're getting a season 18 um and I just think the show is going to be bigger and more popular than ever now that all Cody is on his own but I stand by, Cody, they are actively looking for other sister wives, 110%. Like, people are like, I mean, I, I, I'm i with everyone. Like, he loves Robin the most. Like, he is in love with Robin. Robin is number one, yes. But, like, that's their life is polygamy. Like, that's their show. They're definitely, whether it's real or for the show, they're going to be casting other sister wives. And Cody is, like, beloved in the polygamous community. I know. Don't ask me. Uh, so anyway, definitely let me know what other scoop you want on Sister Wives. Sounds like Milf Manor was trash, but I will be watching and reviewing on tomorrow's podcast. Um, we got all kinds of stuff. We got new, a new trailer from Tammy Slayton, meaning like a new clip from, you know, uh, Thousand Pound Sisters drops real soon. Um, that's going to be so juicy. I do have somebody coming on from Thousand Pound Sisters, so that's going to be going. That's going to be really good. Uh, Julie wants to know, is Cody going to love Robin the most with a newer, younger wife? I mean, wouldn't that be a twist? Wouldn't that be a twist? Like if all this time, like Robin saw all this favoritism and then something happened. I want a show of Mary yelling about leggings and insight into her retreats. (laughs) Actually, I should try to get Mary on the show because Mary's been dragged through it this week. Very well might, I mean, Mary sounds awful. 
But Mary ought to be able to defend herself. So I, that's a good guess to get is Mary from Sister Wives. Um, and what else? Oh, part three aired. You know, we know Bilal and Shida. Lots of rumors that Bilal and Shida are preggers. I hope to have more inside scoop on that tomorrow. In the meantime, you guys, thank you for following me here on TikTok at The Sarah Frazier Show. You can follow everywhere. And thank you for listening to the podcast. My Sister Wives podcast from last week is still trending on Apple Podcast top shows in TV and film. I think we're like at 65. So amazing. I love that you guys love all the scoop. All right. Bye, everybody. Bye.